0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 52 of the Afro Excursioner podcast. I am your host Lionel Harris. On this episode I am taking you guys over here to Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. I say that rather slowly because that title name man kind of kind of messes with your tongue a little bit. So again it's Ruth's Chris Steakhouse located at 1 Metro Park Road here in Colony. I kind of think it's wolf road but the technical address is One metro park road here in colony used to be the old macaroni grill location if you've been there before or you've driven by you know where i'm talking i wanted to just give you a backdrop we had heard about it coming to town we being my wife and i had heard about it coming to town and when we finally had seen that it was open we figured you know, let's go and check it out. We'll go and sit at the bar if we can get a bar seat, get some finger food and do some people watching just to check out the place and see if we'd want to come back again next time for dinner. We go, really nice atmosphere, got greeted at the door by a really nice young lady. She was very energetic. She had a big smile on her face and was very welcoming. And so we figured, oh, okay, there's a few points right there. Let's go inside. So we we walk inside and we're already impressed by the decor of the place. Again, it didn't look anything like the former macaroni grill used to look. Luckily, we found a couple of seats at the bar and our bartender, I can't remember his name at the time, but he was very, very attentive. As soon as we sat down, he, he greeted us with big smiles. He cleaned off the area. Where we were going to be sitting right there at the bar. And he was just so super attentive in terms of, you know, what we wanted to order, if, you know, if it was our first time there and this, that, and the other. So let me give you a backdrop about this place. I had never been there before, but I understand there's about a hundred of them, these Ruth Chris steakhouses across the USA, Canada, Mexico. Now, according to the research that I've done, It was founded back in 1927 by a gentleman by the name of Chris Matulich, thus the name Chris, Chris's Steakhouse. That's what he called it. And so Mr. Matulich owned that whole Chris Steakhouse for 38 years. And for 38 years, six separate times he was, you know, he had sold the the place and every time the sale fell through six separate times, he sold it six separate times. The sale fell through. 1965, 38 years later, a woman by the name of Ruth Fertel comes along, divorced mother of two children, single. She wants to buy the place. She figures that because she has relatives and family members who currently own a restaurant, she could use that experience and also come up with some restaurant menu ideas because of that experience as well. However, because Mr. Matulich had... Again, the restaurant sales that fell through, he was a little bit skittish on a single woman. Would she be able to come up with the the money to, to go ahead and, and purchase? And because she really wanted to go ahead with this venture and she wanted to prove how serious she was, Miss Fertell sold 35 steaks in one night for five bucks each. Just as a proving point to Mr. matulage that she was serious about going, you know, going forward with the transaction. He agreed. He agreed to sell. He, uh, however, he agreed to maintain the property rights, the leasing rights to the to the building site. He was he was willing again to sell, but he also wanted to hold on to the property rights and just lease that in blocks of ten years. So when she first took over, Miss Vertel. She wanted to change the whole emphasis of the restaurant. She wanted to make it more high-end. So she started changing the menu a little bit, tweaking the menu to reflect a more higher-end clientele that she wanted to have coming into the, into the store, into the restaurant. And she also only hired female wait staff. The whole store was female-oriented because she, again, was a single mother. She wanted to give an opportunity to other women and made it just of all-female staff. Fast forward to 1976, the 10-year lease is coming due on the property, and of course she wanted to go ahead and renew the lease and keep that same space because of the continuity of the location. She figured, okay, I'll go ahead and still own this place, but I'll keep the lease going and, 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 and do that. Sadly, though, that space caught on fire, that property space caught on fire, and the restaurant was was destroyed due to the fire. Miss Fertel had to move to a new location. And Mr. Matulich was really a stickler about the lease agreement. He indicated that, you know, again, if it's at the one location, it had to keep the name of Chris. She reiterated, however, because it was moving, she could change the name because it was no longer binding by that agreement. He Agreed. And so they compromised. And there we go. That's the name of Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. She was the new owner. She wanted to reflect that she owned it. She wanted to give homage to him, Chris, that person. And she also wanted to keep the continuity of the the name of the, you know, because people had a name recognition with, with Chris's steakhouse. And so she wanted to keep that name, Ruth's Chris Steakhouse was born. Who knew? I did not know the backdrop of the historical behind this place. So getting back to our visit. So we ordered some food. We ordered these crab cakes. We ordered some seared ahi tuna. (laughs) That just sounds fancy. And we ordered some stuffed mushrooms with crab meat as well. I can honestly tell you that when the food came out, I was pleasantly surprised because normally when I order crab cakes, I don't, I don't normally like to order crab cakes out because they always give you these little bullshit portions. And I was really surprised at the size of the crab cakes that they brought out. I'm, think, I'm thinking, okay, they might be a little bit serious here. And, and so they brought that out. He had also taken our drink order, first did a couple of rounds of, of Chardonnay, They had some, I think we had J-Lore, which is is pretty good. It was either J-Lore or La Crema. So we had a couple of glasses of Chardonnay in addition to the little appetizer that we had ordered, those appetizers. And I can honestly say they were very good. They had a good crowd in there. There was a good crowd in there. Even as we got our seats at the bar, the bar area was filling up really quickly because People were coming and going, and there were just so many people that were coming in. They had high-top tables in the bar area. They also had a couple of low-level low, low level tables within that whole bar space as well, but we wanted to sit at the bar itself. I can honestly say our food was was good. It was hot, and our bartender, again, sadly, I don't remember his name. His service was excellent. We did our glasses of Chardonnay. We did some people-watching. I can honestly tell you the music was was really good. You know how I, I jokingly always call something "edible music," whether or not I hang around at a place if they had really good music. They had really good music going on that day. Good diverse crowd in the bar area. We did our glasses of wine, so at the end of the night we figured out, oh, you know, we're about to get up out of here. We didn't do dessert. Didn't really see anything on the dessert menu that we wanted, but I figured I'd have a cocktail on the way out the door. And, my wife said the same thing. So she ordered her um, Kettle One vodka with a twist of lemon. She did her thing with that. I ordered a gin. Remember, you guys, I'm a gin person. So I ordered a Nolay's Gin on the Rocks, slightly dirty, three olives. No cream cheese, just regular olives. My bartender guy, God, I can't remember his name, He was really good. He said, you know, I'm going to tell you up front, I have to let you know that No Lay's gin is a high-end premium gin. I have to charge you a premium price for that. And I was fine with that. There's a whole other storyline behind why I was fine with that, because something happened with me at Black and Blue. You guys know that place over there. You're probably familiar with that. Maybe I'll make that an episode one day. But the mere fact that he was really up front and said, hey, again, this is a premium drink. I have to charge you a premium price. I told him I was thankful that he mentioned that to me. I still wanted to go ahead and do it. And actually, he cut me a deal on the price of the drink. So I thought that was really nice of him as well. Would I rate going back again? Definitely would go back again. I can honestly tell you I have since gone back again. I went back for my birthday back in December. That's a whole other episode if I decide to do that one. Ruth' Chris Steakhouse. Say that really fast. I'm not even going to try to say it really fast because I don't want it to mess me up. Really good space if you get a chance to go check it out. When is when? That is still going to be my ongoing mantra that I'm going to say at the end of every one of my episodes. When is when? When are you going to do something new? When are you going to try something new, different? Whatever. Just step out of your comfort zone and just do as always I appreciate you being a faithful listener I always appreciate you sharing my my podcast with others remember my contact number is 518-407-60 actually no 518-407-6110 you can always reach out to me there you can give me your feedback you can give me ideas I always appreciate that feedback so thank you for doing that and as always, thank you.